Celebrate Halloween with dressed-up donuts from Dunkin', like the spooky sweet Halloween spider donut. Trick or treat! Aren't you a little bit old to be trick or treating? Uh, no. This is—it's uh, just a really good uh, costume. Anyway, I hear you're giving out Dunkin' spider donuts. Didn't I just see you with your kid? No, that was just uh, my friend. Psst. Dad, is it working? Run to Dunkin' all month long for the Halloween Spider Donut and get 10 Munchkins Donut Hole Treats for $2. America runs on Dunkin'. Limited time offer. Participation may vary. Welcome to our live broadcast of the Restoration Reunion from the Hilton Garden Inn in Edison, New Jersey. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Welcome to this place of restoration. And we're going to move into praise and worship. Amen. Amen. He is worthy of our praise. Psalm 34 and 1 says that I will bless the Lord at all times and his praise shall continue to be in my mouth. Amen. So we're going to give him the praise right now. Hallelujah. Every praise is to our God. Hallelujah.
two or three are gathered together, there he will be in the midst. When all God's children get together. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory to your name. Come on, put those hands together again.
Hallelujah. Are you grateful deep down on the inside of your soul? Hallelujah. Grateful on this afternoon.
If you're grateful, just give him a praise. Yes. Give him that Shabbat kind of a praise. Deep down from the inside. If you're grateful for life on today, if you're grateful to be in the sound mind on today, if you're grateful for the activity of your limbs on today, if you're grateful for how he brought you through this week, hallelujah, glory to God, hallelujah, hallelujah, thank you, God. We have so many things to be grateful for. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to your name. You may be seated. Hallelujah. In his presence, we are going to turn the service over. Hallelujah. To Pastor Bill Staten. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. He's going to come forward and take us and usher us further. Amen. Say amen for him as he comes. Hallelujah. Did that praise sound good? How about some more of that? Wait, 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 wait. So I have a few, I have a few things um, that I want to say. The first thing is that I'm not the cheerleader. Amen. I hope I got a few amens. I hear a few amens. I don't want to cheerlead you into a praise. I believe how many of you came into the house with praise in your heart? How many of you come to give God glory? How many of you have come to magnify his name? How many of you have come to celebrate? Because this is a celebration. Wait, let me talk to this side of the room. This is a celebration. Wait, wait, wait. Let me talk to this side of the room. This is a celebration. Now, how many of y'all feel like celebrating right now? Hallelujah. Yes, the song says grateful, and I'm grateful to God that I have another opportunity to be alive. I'm thanking God for just happening, for ha- having the opportunity to be here on today. I'm honored to stand before you as the MC of this history-making event. Amen. I just want to say I thank God for, I thank God for Pastor and First Lady Bazemore. One thing that the church is lacking is visionaries. And we thank God for these two visionaries that are sitting here on today. Now, I haven't done this in a while, so I may be a little rusty. But how many of you know that Christ is soon to return? There's something about this side of the room that I like. Let me say that again. I'm... Oh, no, I might not be in the right room. How many of you believe that Christ is soon to return? Now, I would be remiss in my responsibility as a pastor to not prepare you for the return of Christ. Because how many of you know that when he cracks the sky, we want to be found working? 
We want to be found praising. Yes. We want to be found giving him glory. We don't want to be found arguing with nobody and having hate with nobody, but we want to be found giving God the glory. Y'all with me? So tonight I want to do something called a rapture check. Some of y'all know what this is. <laughs> if you hear me say rapture check, I need you to stand up like you lost your mind because we want to be found praising God, right? Amen. And if the rapture check happens, oh God, well, this is going to be tough tonight. <laughs> Let me explain that again. If you hear me say the word rapture check, I want you to give God praise like you lost your mind. Y'all got me that time rapture check. Now, this is, this is why God wants to see us, right? He wants to see us praising him, right? Because the rapture check just might happen. Now, nah, y'all getting a little slow. Wait, y'all need to sit down. Oh, come on. Now, the, this, this side of the room got it, but this side of the room is a little tight. So we're going to have to loosen up the rapture check. Come on, y'all. We getting there. Come on, y'all. We getting there. Come on. Give God some glory one more time. Rapture check. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, God. Yes. Oh, Lord. Amen. Be seated, please. At this time, we're going to have prayer by co-pastor Tanisha Bazemore, and following her will be scripture by Minister Nikki Gilbert. Let's say amen as they come. Amen. Somebody say hallelujah. Amen. I like that rapture check because we got to be ready. Come on now, somebody, because he's coming like a thief in the night. Come on now, somebody. We got, come on. I know restoration is here in the house, and I know Pastor Bazemore always taught me that prayer is always in order. Anytime you want to talk to God, 3 o'clock in the morning, 2 o'clock in the morning, 1 o'clock, when nobody else don't want to talk to you, you can talk to God. Come on now. Let us stand for prayer. Amen. Amen. Let's give God a hand praise like you love God. Well, I don't know about you, but I couldn't live without him. I couldn't go without him. I don't know anybody that's like him. Come on now, somebody. Uh, my pastor always taught me that when, when there, you don't have to get in debate with anybody else about religion because there's only one religion that offers a relationship. Come on now. So when somebody says something to you about another God, you ask them. Do, do they offer you a relationship? Come on now. Only Christianity offers you a relationship. And God needs a bigger praise. Come on now, somebody, than that. Because you can't have a relationship with no other God. He's intimate and he's personal. Come on now, somebody. You better know God for yourself. Because our time is almost up. Amen. Let us bow our heads for prayer. Amen. 
Father God, we just thank you right now in the mighty name of Jesus, Father God. We thank you, Father God, that you have set aside this day for your glory, Father God. Father God, we thank you for every individual here, Father God, that they become intimate and personal and take aside any type of religious attitude or any type of teaching that was not taught by your own Holy Spirit, Father God. Father God, I thank you in the mighty name of Jesus that our minds be renewed, Father God. Father God, create in us a clean heart and renew in a, a right spirit within us, Father God. We thank you in the mighty name of Jesus, Father God, that you have given us that opportunity to come to you and give you all the glory and all the honor and all the praise that you are well deserving of, Father God. I ask you to bless the speaker of the hour, Father God. Use her, Father God, like you've never used her before, Father God. Let hearts be touched, let minds be changed, Father God, and we thank you in advance, Father God, that we won't leave here the same in Jesus' name. Father God, we give you all the glory for it and the honor, and we'll be more than careful to continue to give you the praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Somebody say hallelujah. Just to praise God, praise God. We just thank you. Thank God for everybody who made it out today. Praise God. Everybody's looking beautiful, wonderful, carrying the Holy Spirit beautifully. We just thank God for traveling mercies for those who are here and those who are on our way. And I'll be reading briefly from out of Isaiah 40 from the Amplified 28 through 31. Um, if you, everybody can please stand for the reading of the mighty word of God, which is our sword. Hallelujah. If you are able. Have you not known, have you not heard, the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, does not faint or grow weary. There is no searching of his understanding. He gives power to the faint and weary, and to him who has no might, he increases strength, causing it to multiply and making it to abound. Even youth shall faint and be weary, and selected young men shall feebly stumble and fall exhausted. But those, hallelujah, who wait for the Lord, who expect, look for, and hope in him, shall change and renew their strength and power, and they shall lift their wings and mount up close to God as eagles mount up to the sun. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint or become tired. Hallelujah. Thank God for the reading of his word. I have a question for you. How many of you know that all of the glory belongs to him? All of the glory belongs to him. All of the glory belongs to him. All of the glory belongs to 
him. Come on, y'all help me out. You deserve it. You deserve it. You deserve it. You deserve it. I still like this side of the room. Y'all okay? God bless you. God bless you.
for one time. My hallelujah belongs to you. Everybody, come on and come to the church. Come on, y'all. My hallelujah belongs to you. Come on, one more time. Mala, hallelujah. My hallelujah belongs to you. My hallelujah belongs to you. I think we need a rapture check right here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to the name of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Come on. You deserve the praise, God. You deserve the glory, God. You deserve the honor, God. If it were not for you, we would not be here, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to your name, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. You may be seated. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, God, we feel the presence of the Lord in this place. Amen. At this time, we're going to ask Sister Pat Brokaw to come with our welcome, a vision of restoration, and confession of favor. God bless you. God is great and greatly to be praised. We honor you, dear Lord and Savior. We honor our God, our Abba Father, our Creator. And we honor the precious Holy Spirit whose anointing is definitely in this place. We also honor our pastor and co-pastor. We love them dearly. We honor our speaker of the hour, amen. We honor all of the pastors and ministers who are present here today with a special, special, special greeting to those pastors and ministers who came out of restoration. This is a joyous occasion it's our Restoration Christian Ministries Family Reunion. Yes, There's one thing about family, you're always welcome. Yes. You can always come home. Amen. So we welcome you with the love of Christ. Put smiles on your faces. If you didn't smile coming in here, if the anointing hasn't hit you yet with praise, worship, scriptures, we'll pray for you and hopefully you'll leave with smiles on your faces when you leave this place. I am going to give you the official welcome. Some things don't change when you come home. There's some things you look forward to and I've been encouraged not to change our welcome. <laughs> Here it comes. <laughs> Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Welcome to this place of restoration. Amen. 
We thank God for that. Welcome. Amen. Amen. All right. We are moving into our theme song. Now, I was asked to help sing this song, and I just learned this song. So you'll pray for me. And my wife just learned this song today. <laughs> so pray for her, too. So we're going to ask Pastor and First Lady Baysmore and First Lady Staten to come and join me so we can sing, Welcome to this Place of Restoration. Amen. And all of you that know it, how many of y'all know the song? All right. Come on, y'all. Y'all can stand and sing with us. And this is particularly uh, for our first-time visitors, those that may have not been to Restoration before. Thank God for Pastor Marling Amen. and all of the uh, saint, all, all my friends and pastors. But we just thank God for all of you. So this is something that we do. The Lord gave me to write for uh, people that will come to uh, Restoration Christian Ministries to visit for the first time. We wanted a special way of welcoming them. So uh, this is for all of you. It's for everybody, but particularly for our first-time visitors. Come on, put your hands check. Thank you. Yes. Rapture check. Thank you. Are, are y'all tired of standing up or something? I don't understand. See, the point of this, when I say rapture check, it ain't to sit down. It's to stand up. So when I say rapture check, you're supposed to stand up and give God praise. 
if Jesus walked in the room right now, trust me, you would not be sitting down. You would be standing up, hollering and screaming, saying, please take me. Hallelujah. All right, y'all can sit. I ain't going to bother you no more. I don't think. But if the spirit moves me to say rapture check one more time. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. All right. Amen. At this time, we are going to have a worship and dance by Minister Yolanda Garcia. And following her will be words of encouragement by Mother Mary Powell. Amen. Change me. 
power comes up. I, I want to I want to take a moment to recognize her. Uh, you may not know this, but um, I actually and I didn't know it at the time. Uh, her Mary's brother and I were roommates in college. I had no idea when Nate and I was hanging out together, doing everything we weren't supposed to do, that Mary <laughs> was actually a sister. I, I remember I came home from Georgia, and my mother told me, I, I want you, there's somebody I want you to meet, your, your new sister. So I said, okay. So her and um, my friend Xavier were together, and we were talking. So Xavier and I, we went in the other room, and we were talking. So we're just talking about different things, talking about Mary. And he, he mentioned um, Nate. I said, Nate? Nate Key? He said, yeah. I said, you can't mean Nate Key. He said, I mean Nate Key. <laughs> so I said, well, now I went to school with a Nate Key. He said, well, what does he look like? So I described Nate. I said, he's tall, you know, not quite as handsome as me, but he's tall. And <laughs> And, she's, and he said, well, I believe that's Mary's brother. So I went in the room, and lo and behold, it happened to be uh, Nate was really my best friend, he, me, him, and Al, Al Deming. Uh, we were best friends in college, and it's, it turns out my new sister, I already knew my new brother. <laughs> also, Mary, what many of you don't know, particularly the people that were not a part of Restoration, Mary was actually the first church mother of Restoration Christian Ministries. Altamese, I know she's going to get me for doing this because she specifically told me, do not put me on the program. Now, you know you can't tell me that, Mary, because <laughs> you know I'm going to do the exact opposite. But I love Mary with the love of the Lord, her and Lois, our sisters, and... Um, Cooper. I, see, I, I have to call him uh, Pastor Alexander, but to me, he's bone crusher. Uh -huh. <laughs> for those of you that were part of restoration, you know that's bone crusher. But I thank God for them. So I wanted to just say that, but it's really my great honor uh, to have my sister. She's really, in every respect, my sister. I don't look at Mary just as a church mother. Mary has actually been adopted into our family. She has been placed in my mother's inheritance. No, I'm serious. <laughs> she, she, is, she is that much a part of our family. So it's really my great honor. I wanted to do this. It's really my great honor to introduce to you and present to some of you uh, the first church mother of Restoration Christian Ministries and my dear sister, Mary Powell. Come on, let's give, it a, give her a hand. I was going to give an excuse, but I'm not going to give an excuse because I deem it an honor to be able to speak. I want every member of Restoration Christian Ministries. You know what? Y'all got to know that I'm getting old because these young people were little. And some of their children are even gone to college and married because I'm choice uh, daughter's godmother. And it's just an honor and a privilege. And I want you to know that I am deeply proud of Pastor Baysmore. And I have to mention Jan because that was my girl. No, no, no. Don't take it away from anything from Darlene because I love her just as much. 
But I just, I just, uh, I'm honored, honored to, and I am very proud of every minister that came out of restoration. And and I always, um, my sister can attest to this. I have always called. Pastor Baysmore, the second T.D. Jakes. I don't know anybody that can break that word down like he can. He is one of a kind. One of a kind. If you don't get it, then that's your fault. But I'm glad to see is Pastor Staten? I didn't even know he could talk. I don't know if he remembered when I worked with me and Carlene worked together with Mother's Fan and Sister Lee, your mother and father. But it's just an honor and a privilege. And to our speaker of the hour, I know her too. And I know we're going to hear a word from the Lord. But I am very proud. I want all the ministers and members of Restoration to stand. And don't they look good? The boys are still handsome. Yes, yes. God bless all of you. And thank you for this opportunity. Mother, I can talk. See? <laughs> Amen. Is it, somebody said something about singing? No, no, no. See, when I get a mic in front of me, things change. Uh, we, we're, we're getting ready to be blessed. Um, this young lady I had the pleasure of hearing many times, and she is an anointed vessel of God that will, will, will sing this place happy. Amen. And that is none other than Psalmist Beverly Bynes Roberts. Let's say amen for her as she comes. Come on. Come on, give her a good big hand. some pray. Come on, if God is good to you, come on and give him glory. If he's been better to you than you've been to yourself, come on and say hallelujah. Glory to God. God is good all the time and all the time God is good. My God, I don't even know what to say about him. He's just awesome. He is awesome. He healed me. He brought me out. Oh my God, whatever I need, he gives it to me. He's a provider. Hallelujah. He's everything I need and more. And I just give him glory on this afternoon. I give him honor. It's a privilege to be here. Thank you for the invitation. Pastor Baysmore and Lady Baysmore, God bless you. Pastor Staten and Lady State. <laughs> to all Mother Powell, <laughs> it's good to see you, Mother Mary Powell. Amen. District missionary. <laughs> now I'm looking, I'm seeing everybody. <laughs> But it's good to be here, to see all of your smiling faces. God is good. And he's so worthy to be praised. Be flat. He's so worthy to be praised. He's faithful to us. God is faithful. Whatever he promises, believe that. He will do it. He will do it. Thank you, Jesus. Great is thy faithfulness. Oh, God. My Father, 
unknown shadow of turning with thee for thou changes not thy compassion they fail not for Thou forever will, will be summer and winter, the springtime and the harvest, the sun, the moon, and the stars in their courses above they join with all nature in manifold witness thank you lord to thy great faithfulness mercy Great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning, new mercies I, I see. For Faithfulness, hallelujah. 
faithfulness. Hallelujah. Morning, bad morning, new mercies. Hallelujah. I see. Yeah. 
bless you. time I need everyone to stand. Up until this part of the service, it has been wonderful. The spirit of the Lord is moving, but right now I want to honor and introduce the ones that made this happen. These are two of the greatest people that I've ever met. They bring us into their church and they love on us. He even fusses at me when ain't nobody around. But I love this couple because they deserve to be loved. Y'all hear what I'm saying? They deserve to be loved. Raise your hand if you don't know them. Is there anyone in this room that does not know Pastor and First Lady Bazemore? Good. That being said, I want to present to everybody. Come on, put your hands together. Come on, start making some noise. Pastor John. Co-pastor Darlene. More. Come on and put your hands together and make some noise. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You may be seated. We are just so honored uh, just to be here today to see all of you, uh, so many of you that I haven't seen in a while. My man, I told Beverly, I said, you tell my man Keith, what's up? What's up, Keith? <laughs> That's my partner, but I'm just so glad to see all of you here today. We are, you know, many times, um, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it, because I do believe in it. Uh, We honor our pastors, our bishops, our apostles, our prophets, but today you're here because we want to honor you. You have supported our vision down through the years. You have just loved on us. You have just done so many things for us that we want to We wanted to have this service. First of all, we wanted to bring all of you together because there are some of you that don't know each other, though you're all a part of our ministry. You may not know some of you uh, were back when we were at the bowling alley. Some of you when we were on 130, some of you when we were in the house. So but, you know, you're all a part of our restoration family. And Darlene and I are just so honored 
uh, to have this opportunity to share with you today uh, the goodness of the Lord and the great things that he has done. But we want to honor you. We wanted to, to bring you together because we wanted to personally say thank you. This is your anniversary. This is not our anniversary. This is your anniversary. This is the time where we honor you. So what, darling, well, let me not. She's not shy. <laughs> amen, amen. We're just honored to have, like Pastor said, all of you here on today. I'm still stuck on there's a praise still in the house. I'm still back there because there is a praise in the house on today. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Woo! Glory. There's a praise, Yolanda. There's a praise, Sister Nikki. There's a praise, District Missionary. It's in the house. Hallelujah. Glory. It's in the house. Yes, sir. Glory to God. We've come for presentations, but we're here to give ourselves as a living sacrifice. Holy, acceptable, glory to God, unto God, which is our reasonable service. Hallelujah. I didn't come here to get anybody hyped up, packed up, pushed up, or anything. But I feel this thing deep down on the inside of my spirit. There's a praise to be released in this house. My, my, my. 
Oh, Lord Jesus. I forgot what I'm here to do. <laughs> Woo! Come on, you better go ahead and bless him right now. Come on, he's worthy to be praised. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. I've got a feeling everything is going to be all right. I've got a feeling everything is going to be all right. I've got a feeling everything is going to be all right. Be all right. Be wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Uh-uh, wait, wait, wait. Now. I know we got a mixture of Pentecostal and Baptist, whatever it may be. But I know everybody in here is going through something. So all I'm saying is no matter what you're going through, I got the feeling everything is going. Come on. Hallelujah. Everything. Oh, I've got a feeling everything is going to be all right. Be all right. Hallelujah. All right. My Jesus. Hallelujah. You see what you started. <laughs> oh, bless the name of Jesus. Well, listen. Darlene and I are not going to sing and preach because we got, a, we got a preacher here today. Let me say that again. We got a preacher here today. But before the preacher comes, I would like, firstly, every, every minister or pastor that was once a part of restoration, I want you to stand now. Every minister or pastor that was once a part of restoration. Amen. Look at that. Amen. 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 So here's what I want you to do. I want you just to come and stand in the front right here, if you can. Come on, Denise. Denise, don't you even try that with me today. <laughs> Narelle Baysmore, if you don't get up here. That's right. <laughs> But I want y'all to face me. I want y'all to turn and face me. <laughs> now I want Elder Adams, I want you to come and stand with your wife. I want to give all of you a charge today only because you were once a part of it. Leon, would you like a chair? You good? Okay. I, listen, man, I'm right there with you, bro. <laughs> but you were all once a part of restoration and you have gone on doing great things, great works in the Lord. Some of you are pastors, um, ministers, youth leaders, um, just all different types of ministries that God has given you. 
I was honored and presently honored to have you as a part of my ministry. I want you to know, particularly your pastors, we are called to serve people. We are not called to help them to serve us. We are to be the servants of them. You see, too many times we teach people how to serve the pastor. But we are supposed to serve our people. They support us, but we serve them. Every pastor, Pastor Frank and Denise, Pastor Lois and Leon, Pastor Troy and Tanisha. As a matter of fact, I want Pastor Nelly and Pastor uh, Maurice. Your charge is a little different. I really want you to understand this. What you are seeing today is the way that a pastor is supposed to serve his people. You're supposed to pour into them, sacrifice for them, not teach them protocol to serve you. But you teach them protocol by serving them. Everything that God has called you to do, it hinges upon your willingness to humble yourself and serve the people that God sends you, be it one or one thousand. It does not matter to God. You see, the way we measure success here in ministry on this earth is not how they measure it in heaven. Let me say that again. The way you measure success here on this earth is not how it's measured in heaven. In heaven, you are measured successfully by the abundance of things, good things that comes out of your heart. Your willingness to sacrifice for your people. To give all when nobody else wants to give. To, to, to labor in prayer and the ministry of the word when nobody even appreciates it. Even when your folks are falling asleep when you're preaching. And I know they do. And y'all know they do. But it doesn't matter. We are preparing them. We are doing kingdom work. Kingdom work is all about preparing people to go forth. You ministers of the gospel. Your charge is this. Every pastor that you see, it may be the day that will come that you're going to be in that role where you're going to serve people. But you learn to serve right here where you are right now by being obedient, by being faithful, by being uh, the person that that leader can count on no matter what, by serving these people. And you know what? It's, it's doing the things that nobody else really wants to do. You know, I know none of y'all have to do this, but we pick up members. <laughs> we go to their house and pray for them, pray for their children, even the ones that don't come to church. Because we are supposed to serve them. The day is going to come. We're in a new season now. I want all of you to understand this. We're in a new season now. God is about to do something like he's never done before. But we've got to be willing. We've got to be willing to humble ourselves. And to receive the things that God is about to do. My son and I, Troy, we talk all of the time about the great things, the, the feeling that we are getting now in the body of Christ, the sense that something has changed. Something has changed. You see, the, we, we are trying to adopt ourselves as pastors many times so that we can be cute to the world. We, we want to have a ministry that everybody is attracted to. But that's not what the world wants to see. The world wants to see the things that they've never seen before. These young folks want to see what they've never seen before. Not, not a Starbucks inside of your ministry. You know, not the best choir in the world, the best, 
best praise team in the world. That's not what brings people here. But they want to see your Lazarus. That people, that person that was dead and God brought him back to life. They want to see signs and wonders and healings and deliverance. Young folks don't know anything about that. They know nothing about people being raised from the dead. The blind receiving their sight on the spot. But that's where we are right now. Now I want y'all to turn around and face the people. Your job as the members of these ministries is to support your leaders. Not to lead them, but to support them. To undergird them in prayer. To find the thing, find out the things that they need. And listen, it's not always going to go the way that you think it should go or the way that you think it's supposed to go. But God doesn't give vision to a people. He gives it to a person. You look from Genesis to Revelation and God never, ever, not one time did he give out a, a revelation to a people. But he always chose a person to give that vision to him. That vision in turn was given to the people. God poured. That's the way that God works. The responsibility of the word is on these leaders right here. Hold them accountable. And leaders, I want you to hold them accountable. Because let me tell you something. You, the scope of your ministry is going to be what you people make it. We, 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 are, we are shepherds. Our job is to minister the word, to undergird you in prayer. But you have to support the vision. You have to support these leaders. You have to support the word that God has given them. Now I want y'all to turn back around. You and where's Cheryl? Come here, Cheryl. Y'all kind of part the Red Sea a little. <laughs> Just, yeah, you go. We want to, as a way of saying thank you to all of you, we're giving this to you as a token of remembrance. We know that you have gone on to bigger and better things. But every once in a while, when you look at this picture, we want you to remember that we appreciate the opportunity to serve you. We appreciate the things that you've done. Every minister, I know your labor while you were with me. You were all, every single one of you were faithful. Every single one of you. This is Darlene's and I's way. I promise I wouldn't do this. Of saying thank you. We do appreciate it. I am so godly proud of you. Frank and Denise. And Lois and Leon. And I know it's Eunice but. Nellie. <laughs> and Maurice and Troy and Tanisha. Eric Severide. <laughs> My man. Eric and Darrell. Trey and Nikki. We are so godly proud of you. I'm honored that I had the chance to serve you. I'm truly honored. So we want to give this to you as our way of saying thank you. So Frank and Denise, thank you. Lois and Leon, thank you. Now you got to stop that. Now you're going to make me cry. <laughs> Nellie. And Maurice, thank you. Troy and Tanisha, thank you. Eric and Narelle, thank you. Come over here, boy. That's my new son, too. 
And he's just as bad as these others right here. <laughs> Trey and Nikki, thank you so much. Come on, everybody. Let's give them a hand. Wait, don't sit down yet. Now, every former member of Restoration, I want you to stand. Every former member that was a part of us, Dahlia, don't even try it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now, I want you... Keith, don't play with me. <laughs> now, I want you to come and stand behind these preachers. Bring Beverly with you, Keith. That's your wifey. Again, as I thank you to every single member, we want to give this to you as our way of saying thank you for your support. Where is Brittany Doggett? Don't play with me. We want to thank you for supporting our ministry. Thank you for the things that you've done. Again, every time you look at this, just remember, it was a blessing. And I am so godly proud of all of you. Every single one of you. I'm so proud of you and the things that God is doing in your life right now. So this is our way. Y'all can pass these out of us saying thank you. Come on, everybody. Let's give them a hand. <laughs> members and former members of Restoration Christian Ministries. All right, God bless you. You might have your seats now. Again, we thank you. And I thank you for your patience. We wanted to do this. You see, I, I when we were doing this program, I was telling them, we don't want any types of presentations after the word we want to do everything pastor mary we saw her a few weeks ago at pastor gainer's um grand opening for the new building that god blessed them with and pastor mary told me that she's got a word for the house amen, amen. are y'all excited about hearing that word i know that i am but before that time where is i So what we want to do now, I believe, and I guess it's my banking background, I just believe in doing things the right way. I told um, the staff that we didn't want to have any outstanding expenses waiting on to see what we could raise here to make sure we could pay the bill. Everything that we have done today is paid for. But now I'm saying that to say this. This is not an offering so we can pay expenses. We truly believe 
in outreach. We believe in that, be it media, whatever it is. We believe in that. We, we tithe every single Sunday to other ministries. We do it every single Sunday. So what we're going to ask you to do today, if you would like to be. Now, the Bible says in the book of Exodus, when they were building the tabernacle, that those that had a willing heart to let them give. And see, I believe if you give without a living heart, without a giving heart, and without a willing heart, you just, that's just curse money, and we don't want that. But for those of you that have a desire to be a blessing to us today, to Restoration Christian Ministries, then we're excited. Now, we do something at Restoration because I believe, Leon, when, when I've been to many basketball games, I'm just, I'm, you know, for those of you that know me, you know I'm an avid Laker fan. Don't, don't, don't boo me, but I'm an avid Laker fan. My family, my family actually sent me five, six years ago. For my 60th birthday, they sent me to California to the Staples Center to watch a game. They, they did. And when I was there, they were playing the OKC Thunder. And that was a triple overtime game that the Lakers won. Man, I thought I had died and gone to heaven. <laughs> but I'm saying that to say the audience there, Dwayne, they were cheering Man, they were going, I was right along with them. I mean, they were losing their complete minds because they were excited about their team. So now we serve on a team. Let me say that again. We serve on a team as well. The thing is, Gigi, we don't serve on a team that's playing to win because we've already won. It's fixed. (laughs) So we've got more reason to be excited than everybody else does. So I don't know why things get so gloomy when it comes down to offering time. Because I'm learning that if you don't put something in the ground, you sitting on the dock of the bay waiting for your ship to come in and you haven't sent one out, that's a problem. This is the opportunity that we have to give. So now normally what we do at restoration, when we say it's offering time, we cheer. But now, I don't want you, I don't want a fake cheer because I asked you to do it. I want you to think about what you're believing God for right now. Because now God will be out of order, Lord, to give you what you asked for because he's El Shaddai. He's the God of more than enough. So that means whatever you ask for, Dwayne, you're going to get more than that. So now, let me just practice this. It's blessing time. Okay, we got, we got, hold up, hold up. Look at this. We got two people standing up. Three? Okay. All right. Whatever. (laughs) So I guess we only have three or four people that want to be blessed. Oh, y'all standing up anyway. Y'all don't count. (laughs) Let me try this again, y'all. It's blessing time. There we go. There we go. So now I'm going to ask Sister Cheryl and Sister Nikki, if they would, they will come forth. And we're going to ask you to walk. And we're going to ask you this hour, if you come, turn to your, to my left and your right and come out this way from the back forward. And you guys, everybody stand. If you will come out this way over here from the rear to the front. Give us some walking music, preacher.
All right, from the rear, come on. There you go. and his wife, Evangelist Ann Anglin. Hallelujah. Now, before, before I sit down, there's one more thing we need to do. Now, I thank you for what you gave to restoration. But now, I believe in blessing preachers. I truly get excited about it. Darlene just whispered in my ear that um, she wasn't. We had sent somebody to the ATM, but bottom line is we got a hundred dollars for you, Pastor Murray. So so we're starting this offering with a hundred dollars because we want to be a blessing. Pastor Mary, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this say a little more during the introduction, but she's not just doctor, doctor. Earn doctorate. Earn doctorate. Let me say that again. She's got an earn doctorate. So she's not just Dr. Mary Joshua, she's my friend. My business partner. She used to be a member of Dr. Kaikenau's church. And this lady of God operated all of the time in excellence. I'm saying this because I want you to know who your money is going to. You are sowing on good ground. So I'm going to ask you to stand again, if you will. Let's be a blessing uh, to this woman of God. So again, from the rear, if you will, come on, let's be a blessing to this mighty, mighty woman of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Hallelujah, hallelujah.
Back in the hands of Pastor Steel Bill Staten. Everyone stand, we're gonna ask God's blessing. Well, we're gonna just make a confession over this offering. Everyone stand, if you will, point your hands towards your offering. Repeat after me, Lord God, you are the one that has provided the seed that we have given. And we believe in the name of Jesus that it shall be returned, some 30, some 60, some 100 fold. Come on, say it as loud as you can. Seed, you go and you grow and you return unto me. And I'll see you real soon. In Jesus' name. Come on, let's give God some praise. Hallelujah. It is my great honor to present this woman of God today. I was so tickled when she agreed to come and to share the word of the Lord with us. I used to hear her at Pastor Kaikanel's church. Not Speaking, Lord, but exhorting. And I just said, my God, what an anointing this woman of God have on her. I'm so glad that she's here with us today. She's mighty woman of God, but she's one of the nicest people that you ever want to meet. Her and her family, I just love all of them. And I'm just so glad uh, that she's here with us today. This is our first. And I'm not going to say of many, but this is our first. This is the Genesis, and she is here to minister the word of the Lord to us. So it's my great honor to present to you today, Pastor Mary Joshua. But before we come, she comes, we're going to have um, Sister Beverly to come and give us another. Is she singing today? My Jesus. You know, Beverly, I have forgot how good you sing. And I, I went to the home going of Sister Celeste, and I heard you singing, and you, y'all know I'm a big old crybaby, and I just sat there and just cried. I said, my Lord, that woman is anointed. So it's my great honor, just before the coming of Pastor Mary Joshua, come on, let's receive again Sister Beverly Vines Roberts. Come on, let's see, receive her with a hearty amen. Before I sing, I just want to make mention of my lovely husband who brought me on this afternoon. I love you so much. He was once a member here at Restoration. Amen. I love the Lord. He heard my cry. He pitied Oh, long as I 
bless you, Bishop. Mm, I love the Lord. I love the Lord. He heard. I hear y'all. Come on, come on, come on. My cry. Hallelujah. He heard my cry. And he pitied every me groan long as I live, long as I live, long as I live, troubles they're gonna rise, but I
Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. Praise his holy name. He alone is worthy. He's Alpha and Omega. He's the beginning and the end. He's the first and the last. He's the ancient of days, the lily of the valley, our bright and morning star. He's our battle axe, our strong tower where the righteous can run in and be safe. Hallelujah. We want to give God the glory on this afternoon. We want to thank him for everything that he is yet doing. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Somebody say, when I think about the goodness of Jesus and all that he has done for me, my soul cries out, hallelujah. Let me tell one person in the room I thank God for saving me hallelujah he's worthy of all of the praise all of the glory and the honor you may take your seats I count it a privilege and an honor to stand before you on this day I am nobody wonderful amen I just love the Lord hallelujah I just love him and he happened to call me even though I didn't want to be called Oh, somebody will get that this time next week. I was just trying to be a servant in the Lord's church. I wasn't trying to be called to nothing. Some real preachers understand what I'm talking about. And I keep trying to give it back to him, but he don't want to take it back because he said I'm not an Indian giver. And what I give you, I intend for you to do. So this afternoon, if I just encourage one person that my job is done, I'm not trying to hear, be here to preach nobody happy. That ain't my assignment. If you didn't get your shout on, if the Holy Ghost didn't come up your row if you didn't get excited about what happened already then I ain't got nothing more for you hallelujah because I ain't never been a good cheerleader and I'm not going to try to be one today I just like to talk about the goodness of God hallelujah and he alone is worthy of the praise I don't care what it looks like he is worthy of the praise I know you got your problems your isms and your schisms but God is still worthy of the praise I often think about David who was running for his life it got so bad that the Bible tells me he had to act like he was a madman to try to save his life and while he was going through that season he penned Psalm 34 and he said no matter what's going on I will bless the Lord at all times and his praise shall continually be in my mouth and my soul shall make his boast in the Lord that the humble will hear thereof and be glad he told somebody come on and magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together this poor man sought the Lord and the Lord heard his cry. He delivered him from all of his troubles. And if you jump back to Psalm 23, the Bible says the Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want. He making me to lie down in green pastures. He has a way of leading me beside the still waters. And yea, though I walk through the valley of a shadow of death, I don't have to fear no evil because he is with me. His rod and his staff comfort me. I don't know who I'm talking about on this afternoon, but all all that you got going on somebody told me that God is still on his throne and he has a way of making ways out of nowhere and so I just want to bless him on this afternoon I just want to bless him on this afternoon to the one sitting there saying she don't even know protocol Oh, I do. I honored God first. 
Oh, I, I do. Listen, I done been. I started Bible college back in 1992 when I finished, I don't know, three years ago or so. So I done been through some school. I know how to do all of it, but y'all ain't getting none of that today. If you want to know how to do it, go to school for yourself. I've learned to follow the Holy Ghost. I've learned to follow Pastor Troy. I learned to follow the Holy Ghost. And I tell people all the time, you try to figure me out, you ain't going to never catch me in the Holy Ghost. Because while you think I'm over there, I'm going to slip over here and do what God say do. I always like to deal with the spectator. She ain't even got the right kind of shoes on. Look, my feet hurt. I ain't got no time to be cute for you. I put them shoes on. I say, ah, this ain't going to work today. This ain't gonna, this ain't gonna work today. So, so y'all get a good look. This is me. This all you get. This, yes, this is mine because I paid for it. I ain't got time for the spectators. So let me deal with y'all in the beginning. Let me deal with you and and get all that out the way. I don't care. I know who God is. I don't care what you think about me. It don't matter. All I want when I leave here is for God to say, "Well done, thy good and faithful servant." I done preached already. I can go home. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Listen, I came all the way down from low self-esteem. I couldn't go no further. But when somebody told me that God would bring me up and I got hold to that thing, listen, I don't care what you say about me. I don't care how you feel about me. I know that God loves me. And he called me for such a time as this. Somebody ought to bless the Lord. Oh, she a little rough. That's what happened when you get delivered. Oh, I'm going somewhere. That's what happened when you get delivered. Glory to God. Too many people in church being cute going to H-E-L-L. Hell, I said it. Glory to God. Get your deliverance today. Be free today. She don't like me. And she got on my dress. And oh, glory to God. Glory to God. I feel God. I was just waiting for my help to come on. Because this physical body is shoulder tired. But I told the Lord, God, if you anoint me, I will say everything you tell me to say. But if you don't anoint me, God, I don't know. Cancel the service. I don't want to get up before your people if I'm not anointed by you. And I'm here to tell you that God is up in this place this afternoon. God is about to do something in this room this afternoon. God wants to know if you're ready for everything that he has for you I just need to talk to a couple of people I'm not going to talk to everybody I've learned to find my crowd in the crowd hallelujah I've learned to find those one that God is talking to I learned to find the ones that God is saying that's the one uh-huh. they got it uh-huh. that's the one I want to bless I'm not trying to pump everybody up I can't carry no dead weight in this season I'm trying to drop some weight do you want me to carry yours ain't going to happen So, so for the two or three people that's going to get this, what I'm about to say, and I'm not saying this just because I ain't got nothing better to say. I'm saying this because this is what God is saying. God is saying greater is here right now. Greater. 
Greater is here right now. It's just a few people I want to talk to. You have been in the press and you feel like it's time to give up and throw in the towel. You feel like you can't take no more. But God said, hold on, because greater is here right now. That's for you. God said it. Greater. Don't y'all mess with me because I'll walk through this room. He said, greater is here right now. Now here, I hear you, God. Here's the problem. God said, your greater is too small for my greater. And when you feel like you got what you thought I was sending you, I got the more coming. Because I'm going to bless you again and again and again. And that's the greater. He said, because when I give it to you, you don't have room enough to receive it. So if you can find a place to put everything that I have given you, then you don't have the greater of God. Oh, somebody on this side, give God a praise. It's not for it's not for everybody. It's not for everybody. Oh God, I feel it. But he said, greater is coming. I don't I hear something about a business. God said his hand is on it, and it's gonna come to fruition. I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't but I hear the Lord saying it is yours daughter hallelujah somebody am I alright because I'm I give honor to God he is my savior I give honor to the angels of this house Pastor John and Darlene Basemore, we honor you. Can we all stand and give God praise for them? Let me. I thank God. I tell you, if you had an ear to hear, you may be seated. I done preached already. I'm telling you, I have. This is for this is for Mr. Pastor MC. This is for him. Since he had us doing all those calisthenics. And he was being led by the spirit. I feel the spirit saying, rapture check. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay, you ready? You can come on and go with us. I wasn't sure since you had us doing it. The Lord said, let me do it for you because we want you to be in the number. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. I'm just trying to I'm just trying to wait on God. See, see if you're all in a hurry, I'm glad you gave your offering. You may leave. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But if but if you're on a time frame, see, see, I have to wait on God and and God will talk and speak to me while I'm standing up here before you. Oh, oh, I got some notes down here. But but if the wind came and blew them out the way, don't make me no mind because I'm I'm, and I hate notes anyway. I can't stand notes, uh, but I got to do it to write down to try to make sure I say what God is saying. And I'm like, Lord, can you just give it to me? Give it to me. Just give it to me. I don't want to go into the notes and try to remember where I put it at and all that. I'm not a note preacher. I'm a fresh from the throne room preacher. That's who I am. God can tell me right while I'm standing to all the preachers in the house. Uh, you got to learn to trust God in the midst of it. Hallelujah. I tell you the first time they were introducing me and the Lord said, don't take your notes. I said, what you say? Get thee behind.
find me Satan. I know the Lord gave me this word. And the Lord said, I said, don't take the notes. And I, they introduced me and I stood up. I said, y'all, my notes back there. The Lord told me not to bring them. So I'm going to trust him. And the Lord moved in our midst. So I got to learn how to trust on God. Where's the psalmist? Where's the psalmist? Where's the one that was singing? Where's the, I don't know you woman of God, but the Lord said that there is a word in your mouth. Hallelujah. The Lord said there is a call for, there's an anointing on your life. Hallelujah. To bring forth the word of God. And I'm not calling you no preacher, but God said the preach is on you. And that as you are obedient, that people are going to be delivered through the ministry that he has placed on your life. Hallelujah. And God said he's going to take you into some dark places. Hallelujah. And some places where people don't want to go. Hallelujah. And people might not look the protocol, but God said if you trust him, that he's going to take you there and he's going to pour out through you. He has to keep pouring oil on you so that he can pour out through you. And that deliverance is going to begin to happen as you open your mouth. And I hear you singing and quoting scripture, singing and quoting scripture, singing and quoting scripture. And God said, even in dead places, that healing is going to take place as you're obedient. I hear God saying in the midnight hour that he's going to begin to speak to you and he's going to begin to pour oil on you and he's going to begin to birth some things out of you. Hallelujah. And God said, you shall not be uncovered. I don't know what I'm talking to. I don't know if that's your husband next to you, but God said, you shall never be uncovered. That if you're obedient to him, that everywhere that you go, that his covering shall be over you because he has called you, hallelujah, to do a greater work than you ever could imagine uh, that you could do, hallelujah. And I hear the Lord taking you to a place or see him taking you to a place and you're saying, why am I over here? And God is saying, because in that place is where I'm going to begin to birth uh, and you're going to begin to push and you're not going to understand. And it's going to be a painful season because anytime you give birth, uh, it's a painful season. It's a lonely place. But God said, hear the word of the Lord on today. Today I have called you and today I promise you if you're obedient to me, I will never leave you nor forsake you, saith the Lord. Somebody give God some praise in here on this afternoon. On this afternoon. Oh, bless the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Go in your Bible to Mark chapter 2. Let me try to let me try to bring this word forth. I pray somebody praying for me. Somebody praying with me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I believe the report of the Lord. I believe that God is doing it. I believe. I believe that God is in our midst. I believe. Hallelujah. I believe it. Hold on. I believe it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Mother. Mother right here. Mother. Hallelujah. God said stop saying you're old because your youth is being restored to you. Hallelujah. Your youth is being restored to you. I don't know your age but youth is coming back to you. And I hear a bad report. God said don't even receive it. Say the Lord has healed me. The Lord has already brought me out. Thank you for putting a name on it. Now I'm going to put the name of Jesus on it and I'm coming out of it. I don't know what I'm talking about. I just know what I hear God saying. Y'all ain't never heard no preaching like this. Like what in the world is she doing? Hallelujah. I'm just flowing the way God has me to flow. Hallelujah. And as long as the head of the house say I'm okay. Hallelujah. Then I'm going to stay in this rain. Hallelujah. As this custom in this house I want you to stand up. Glory to God as we read the word of the Lord and I'm going to try. I'm going to do my best. Hallelujah. But if I don't get through it. Hallelujah. Like you think I should. Glory to God. Know that I'm doing my very best. Hallelujah. Glory to God in Mark chapter 2 and verse number 1 through 5. Hallelujah. Reading this particular scripture in the King James Version and the Bible says and again he talking about Jesus entered unto Capernaum uh, uh, after some days and it was noise that he was in the house and straightway many were gathered together insomuch there was no room to receive them. No not so much as about the door 
and he preached the word unto them hallelujah and they came come unto him bringing a man sick of the palsy glory to God which was born of four and he when they could not come nigh unto him for the press they uncovered what the roof hallelujah it's all right to talk back to me where he was and when they had did what broken it up and did what let him down hallelujah on the bed wherein the sick of the palsy lay when Jesus saw what their faith hallelujah he said unto the sick of the palsy what son hallelujah thy sin be forgiven thee hallelujah this is the word of the Lord thus far praise be to God you may have your seat in the presence of the living God glory to God for the thought on tonight I just want to focus on just for a minute hallelujah to get above the crowd you've got to get above the crowd the crowd will get some of us in trouble we got to get above the crowd let me deal with the text hallelujah a little bit and then I'll get to the part about the crowd but in this particular text Jesus is here ministering he's preaching the word of God and everybody is coming to hear what Jesus is saying as they often did when the anointing is on you there is always people that are going to follow you and so the crowd was there hallelujah can we get rid of this feedback the crowd was there hallelujah and they could not get this man that needed help to Jesus they could not get him there they could not get him to the presence of the living God but it did not stop them hallelujah to keep pressing in hallelujah we're talking about people coming back past family members past church members coming here and God said every one of us have a part to play whether we were ever a member here or not but the fact that we're a part of the body of Christ we should be able to hold somebody up to push somebody in the spirit to help get somebody where they need to be in God because it's not about us and the body of Christ we've got to learn to come together to carry the burdens of others to get them to the place where they get their deliverance and when they get their breakthrough I'm talking about the people in the church I'm not just talking about those that are unsaved but there are many within the church that need healing that need help but won't say anything because we're afraid of what somebody is going to say about us but the day is over hiding our sins in the church and it's time in the church that I can trust you and say listen I got this issue that I'm dealing with can you pray with me can you help me get above the crowd can you help me get to the place where I'm going to get my healing and get my deliverance see when they couldn't get through the crowd they pressed their way hallelujah and it was easy for them to get to the roof because if you know anything about the houses there there were stairways that went up the side of the house and the only thing that might have been a hindrance is that they were carrying this man who was sick of the palsy this man who was paralyzed and so it might have been a little cumbersome to get him up there on his bed to get him up and carry him straightway so he did not fall but they had access to the roof by way of the staircase and then most of the homes there the roofs were sturdy enough to hold them because it was a place of prayer it was a place where they went and sat upon the roof to fellowship so this wasn't just them coming and moving a few things so that they could get the man through the roof but they had to tear up the roof and some translations said that they broke it up so that they could 
get him through. And then uh, it couldn't just be a little hole, but it had to be a hole where they could fit the whole bed uh, down through the roof. Uh, and so what am I trying to say? Uh, that it took some time uh, for them to make sure that they can get this opening wide enough uh, to get the one that needed what they needed from Jesus uh, to get him down into the presence of God. Uh, all we did on tonight was about getting in the presence of God. Uh, and many of us missed it because uh, we did not want to give God praise because uh, we wanted to know what was next. Uh, but God said we come to lift one another up uh, to get in the presence of God. Can somebody uh, give God some praise on tonight? So, so the problem wasn't getting to the roof. But if there was a problem, it was a problem of getting through the roof. And I want to know who in the room has the tenacity to say, I'm going to break this situation up. Not so that you can get your, or I can get my deliverance, but so that you can get yours. Because these four men that were carrying him up there, it wasn't about them getting anything from God. It was about the one that was paralyzed to get everything that he needed from God. So I need to know, can I put my program on the side so that your program can come forth. I'm trying to ask anybody on tonight. Uh, is there anybody here with me that says, sister, I'll stand with you. If I can't be there, I'm going to pray with you. If I can't support physically, I'm going to send a seed. Uh, God is wanting to know who in the body of Christ uh, will no longer be selfish, uh, but will give a hand to somebody else's need. When Jesus saw them, the Bible said that he saw their faith. He saw their faith. And the word faith there in the Greek is the Greek word pistos. And this word means having a conviction of the truth. It's not just knowing that something is true, but it means having a conviction of the truth. And the root word means uh, 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 it means to uh, be persuaded. And it means to be persuaded to do something. Uh, so when the Bible says that Jesus saw their faith, uh, and we say we have faith, uh, but we're not doing anything, that's not what he saw. James says faith without is y'all tell me amen faith without works is dead and so what Jesus saw he saw an active moving faith I believe daughter I believe God's going to do it for you I believe God's going to do it but I don't do anything to help you get your vision to come to pass God is saying that's not what I'm looking for in this season I'm looking for those that will put hand to the plow and say I got your back in this I'm coming if I can't come in the old school I remember they used to send representatives I'm like you sending a representative to church if the pastor couldn't be there then they would send a representative I want you to understand that I'm supporting what you're doing in the body of Christ I'm talking about and so this word means if you look in the amplified version Mark chapter 2 and verse number 5 it says and when Jesus saw their active faith springing from confidence in him hallelujah he saw active faith that came from their confidence in him that bears witness with what the Greek word is saying that when he saw their faith they were convinced that Jesus was able to do it hallelujah because when you have pissed this kind of faith it's not the kind of faith that's going to cause you to back up even when things don't go right even when it seems like you tried it for six months and ain't nothing happened to the pastors even when it feel like the people don't come to church as pastor said they fall asleep on your message hallelujah but if you put a song on they awake they jump up and 
as soon as you say it's time for the word of God, uh, hallelujah, folks start going to sleep. Uh, some churches, the children get their blankets. Uh, they cover up because we don't teach them uh, that the word is the most important part of the service. The most important part. I am convicted by what the word of God says. Because he said it's not going to return to him void. But it's going to accomplish everything that he sent it to do. And prosper into the thing where he has said it. What has he said in his word? I'm tired of praying for folks that don't know what the word says. What does what the word said about your situation? Well, I don't know. You don't want to pray all the time. You don't want to intercessor. Look, I'm tired of praying for you now. I'm tired of giving you the fish and the loaves. It's time to learn how to fish now. Come on. It's time to learn how to get in here. I don't know how to pray. Yep, you know how to pray. You know how I know? Because you're talking. And that's all prayer is, just talking to God. Hallelujah. It's too many people trying to get all deep. Thou art God. Yeah, he is, but it ain't that deep. Help! Oh, I just... I just prayed right there. I ain't got no time to get no deep thoughts together. I can't do no Greek nor no Hebrew. I can't exegete nothing. Help! The mothers in Zion, they used to rock. And Jesus was like, wait a minute, I got to go down there. Mother need me. Oh, y'all don't know nothing about it. Y'all don't. And I wasn't raised in the church. But I know some mothers in Zion, they were good there. And sound like Jesus will stand right up and say, wait a minute, mother need me. Mother, mother, mother need me. Y'all don't know what I'm talking about. Hallelujah. Y'all know who glory to God. Uh Oh, oh, mother would just say my son. And and Jesus will say, I got it. I I got it. I'm going to send the Holy Ghost out there to arrest him. That's how come some of y'all couldn't get your high on like you wanted. Because mother was like home saying, my son. I'm, I'm telling you, oh, 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 y'all was raised and born in the church and they never done nothing. All right, glory to God. But the power of prayer still exists today, but we don't use it. Hallelujah. We want everybody to pray for us because we lazy. It's taking too long. I'm trying to help you to get to, to your roof situation, your root, uh, experience, roof experience. I'm trying to help you get up there to understand that, listen, prayer does still work. Yes, and prayer does change things. Hallelujah. Prayer changes things. Hallelujah. And prayer starts by changing me. Hallelujah. Because when I really get in prayer, God starts talking to me about me. But God, that ain't why I'm here. I ain't come here about all that, God. But you got a nasty attitude. Who? Me? That's why we don't want to pray. Because in the Old Testament, when they went to the holies of holies, they had already cleansed. And if they got in the holies of holies, if the high priest went in there and he wasn't moving and they didn't hear those bells on, he hid in the presence of God and he had to keep swaying so that they knew he was still alive and they couldn't go in there. And if he wasn't right, he dropped dead in there and they would take that rope that was around his waist. And while it was on the outside, they would say, he ain't moving. He wasn't right when he went in there. Lord have mercy. And they would pull them out of the presence of God. We got some dead folks trying to lay around in the presence of God. And make you do all the work. But God said pull them out. 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 out. So, So this man. He's paralyzed. And they understand. That if we can just get to Jesus. But the problem is the crowd. 
The problem is not a lack of anointing. The, pa- the problem is not the lack of power. The problem is not the lack of the move of God. The problem is the crowd. <laughs> the problem is not that God don't want to do it. The problem is that God did not hear your prayer. The problem is not that God didn't call you. The problem is the crowd. Hallelujah. The problem is not that you don't have enough money. The problem is not that you don't have a building. The problem is not that you don't have a choir. The problem is the crowd. Tell your neighbor the problem is the the problem. Your problem is the crowd. It's it, it's the crowd. It's the crowd. Now now when you read Mark's account of this, it would appear as though they just saw the crowd and said, "Oh no, let me go around and go the other way." But that's not what happened. See, the synoptic gospels, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, they cover this account. And when they cover this account, each one gives their vision or their view of what it is. There is no problem with the Bible. The Bible is not contradictory. You have to understand understand that that writer gave what the Holy Spirit revealed to them and so Mark gave what the Spirit revealed to him but if you look over I believe it's in Luke Luke says yes Luke chapter 5 and verse 18 and behold men brought the bed a bed in a bed a man which was taken up with the palsy and they sought for means to bring him in and they lay before him and when they could not find a way they went to the roof so they it wasn't that they just was coming down the road and said oh there's a crowd let's go this way no they tried to get through the crowd but they couldn't get through the crowd the crowd didn't want to step aside and let them through with this man that probably had a greater need than they did the crowd crowd didn't want to say let them through uh, because God wants to do something. The, pr- the crowd wasn't able to discern uh, that this was this man's appointed hour with God. Uh, the crowd was selfish. Uh, the crowd said I'm going to get all I can get from God. Uh, the crowd didn't say let me step aside uh, and prefer my brother. The crowd was the problem. The roof wasn't even the problem. Even though I said they had to get through the roof, it still wasn't a problem because the roof wasn't going to give them no resistance. Uh, And if it did, if they had enough energy to carry this paralyzed man up, they had enough energy to pull those tiles back and to give an open. The problem was the crowd. So you got a problem with your crowd. And you're wondering why you're not further along. The Lord says, check your crowd. Uh, God said, discern your crowd. Seek out who's in your crowd. Who are the ones that are saying, I'm working, I'm doing it, pastor. And when pastor turns his back, hallelujah, uh, the crowd shows their true colors. Glory to God. I know we got it in our church. I go on vacation and somebody in the crowd decide, well, we're going to do it this way. And they say, well, why are we changing things? That pastor's not here. Listen, uh, 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 Pastor Bazemore talked about me serving Pastor Kuykendall. I served him for 17 years. 17 years I was a member of Agape Christian Ministry Church and I came in the door working because the Lord said I need you to do this I said I'm not doing that I just got here see that's how I talk to God it's no disrespect I'm just disobedient sometime hallelujah and the Lord have to work with me and I finally said okay God I got it okay okay I'm gonna do it but I came in the door working for 17 years the last eight years I was the church administrator 
I had a whole lot of titles. I was the chief intercessor. I was the chief elder. I did all of those things. What am I trying to say? I worked in the church. And so when pastor would leave, I was in charge. I was in charge. Okay. And so now I'm in charge. And now everybody's got a word. Oh, I'm trying to help the young ministries. Everybody, those ministers that you were talking to that were serving and supporting, when the pastor is away, everybody got a word now. They're all led of something. They just happen to throw the Lord's name in there. And because I'm the kind of person that I am, I said, well, you know what? If the Lord gave it to you, it's going to keep pastor be back on next Sunday. And you can give it next Sunday. Because you will not give a word when he's not here if you cannot give one when he's here. That's what I, I didn't care who they were. They were all saved longer than me, had the Holy Ghost longer than me. But since he put me in charge, we're going to do it just like he did it when he was here. And you wasn't anointed when he was here. Baby, you ain't anointed when he's gone. I'm trying to help somebody up in here today because people, they just get all. Who's in the crowd? The crowd is the problem. The crowd would not move to let them through. The crowd is the issue. Oh, I'm almost done. I'm going to get out your way. God is saying, you've got to examine your crowd. And because I've given you greater and because I'm releasing greater, there are some umbilical cords that have to be cut. And it's going to be painful. And you saying, but I need them. God said, more than you need me. There's a problem in your, I don't know who I'm talking to in here this afternoon, but I know what God is saying. There's a problem with your crowd. Well, I'm not no pastor. Yeah, but there's a problem with your crowd, in your family, in your inner circles, on your job. Those people that you hanging out with, there's a problem in the crowd. They're not going to help you. you saying, but don't they see? That I'm lame. That I'm weak. My spirit is so willing to serve him. Did anybody besides me ever get weak? In the things of God. I know he's called me. I know he sent me to this. But I don't want to go through the process of ministry. There is a painful process of ministry. Do you ever feel like I've had enough I'm throwing in the towel? I know. Am I the only one? God, let me go be a pew warmer. I will be the best pew warmer that you want me to be the best one, God. But he's saying greater. And to everyone that's here in a position doing something, I hear you, God. Managers on your job, God is still saying, greater. He said, don't stop there. Examine your crowd. Your co-workers are undermining you. Who am I talking to in here today? You trying to figure out why I keep getting overlooked. I hear you, God. Why I keep getting overlooked. You got a problem with the crowd. There's a problem. With the crowd. Five people approaching the crowd. Five to four carrying and the paralytic one. Five men approaching. The scripture says that they tried to find a way through. I know they said, excuse me. I know where I'm from in Maryland, we're a little more politer than New Jerseyans. No disrespect, but we say, excuse me. 
and good morning to strangers. I'm going to prove it to you. My grandsons live in Virginia, and I'm in the grocery store with them while I had them over the summer, and they were two and three, and the baby is saying hello to strangers, hello, and the people are just walking by. He said, but grandma, I said hello. I said, I know, baby, they didn't see you. Uh, they, they didn't, they didn't see you. What am I trying to say? There are people that will yes you to death, but don't have anything to say. Excuse me. I really need this. I, I hear you, God. I hear you. Hold it for me, Father. I really do hear you. I need to get through this. I need to get to this place. I need to get in the presence of God. Can you work my post in church today? Because today, I'm telling you, if I don't get in the presence of God, I'm not going to make it through this week. I know. I know I said I would serve on the door, but I'm trying to tell your sister, help me out. I'm going through so much at home that if I don't get on the altar today I'm not going to make it I, I know I'll take two Sundays for you next month if you can just let me sit and hear the word today we've got to examine our crowds and when pastor comes in and says I thought you were supposed to be on the door oh, pastor we got this we'll talk after service it's okay pastor because we have to protect the anointing on the pastor's life so the pastor don't get discouraged and understand that I allowed them that I stepped in pastor because they're going through something pastor and we didn't want to weary you with it God pastor we took care of it we're going to make sure that this post is still covered but they need to get to the presence of God the problem is the crowd because the crowd said no I worked all last month and my month had five Sundays and I don't want to give up another Sunday to serve in the Lord's church the problem is the crowd I hope I'm talking to somebody in here today. There's a problem. Oh, glory to God. In the crowd. In the crowd. And then the Lord says, you don't be the problem in your own crowd. <laughs> Search me, oh God. Create in me a steadfast spirit. Create in me a clean heart. It's me. The old saints, hey, they used to sing stuff like, it's me, it's me, it's me, oh God, standing in the need of prayer. It ain't my mother, not my brother, not my sister, Lord, but it's me, oh Lord. I need prayer today. I, I need prayer. And instead of me coming in frustrated, talking about they always got me working. They always got me on this door. I don't never get to sit down. You the problem in your own little crowd. You speaking so much death over yourself until God is saying, I can't use you. I'm not going to send no relief. You got to examine your own self. You got to understand you trying to get through the crowd for illness. I want to be saved with the highest praise. I want to be seen raising my hand. I want pastor to call me. He can't see me out here in this hallway. There's a problem in the crowd. Are you the problem? Oh God, help me in this place tonight. Are you the problem? So, so while they're trying to get them through the crowd and they couldn't find a way, their determination says, I'm going to get to God. Come what may, I'm going to get to the presence of God. See, when your motives is right and you got the right conviction, you'll do it the right way. I'm going to go above the crowd. It starts up here in your mind. 
I'm going to get my thinking above the crowd. I'm not going to think like these people down here. I can't hang around with these chickens now, and it's time for me to soar. It's time. It's time. I don't know who I'm talking to, but God said it's time for us to begin to soar. It's time for some of us to begin to take flight. It's time for some of us to stretch our wings like an eagle and wait for the wind of God to come. See, eagles don't be flapping trying to make stuff happen, but eagles just lift their wings and soar. And I hear the Lord saying, it's time to soar above your crowd because while you think you need your crowd, your crowd is really holding you down. Your crowd is really, who am I talking to in here today? Your crowd is really keeping you from the more of God. Your crowd is really keeping you from pressing in and you think sometimes it's just you. It's not you. God said, I've anointed you to do it. I have spoke to you. Pastor Baysmore said, he said, I've given you the vision, but your crowd, you got the wrong crowd. You got the, you got to find your crowd. The Lord said this to me some time ago. He said, don't look for a platform. Create your own platform. Hallelujah. That's for somebody in here today. Create your own platform. If he gave you a vision, rent you a little space and go ahead with your vision. And I promise you, God will send the people. But your crowd is your problem. Your crowd. Your crowd is holding you down. Your crowd is holding you. Your crowd. You got to examine your crowd. Let me finish this up. Don't don't let your crowd stop you. Don't let your crowd block you. Don't let your crowd get in the way of what God is doing. He said that if you humbled yourself under his mighty hand, that he would exalt you in due time and in due season. It's time for some exaltation to come. It's time for some elevation to come. Hallelujah. I'm weak. I'm tired. Let me tell you something. I am so physically tired until I don't even know why I'm standing here, literally. I, I just came out of a three-day prayer conference, and I'm telling you, I had to keep running. I started a new business, and orders are coming in like crazy, and I'm like, I can't get them done fast enough. Why? Because I heard what God said. I was trying to do this. I was trying to do that. I was trying to do this, and I was on a conference call, and the Lord spoke in my spirit. He said, develop what I put in you. Develop what I put in you, and so I started. So I don't know how to do that. He said, all right, I'm going to teach you how to do it, and I started the business. And when I promise you, the orders are coming in so fast that I can't keep up. I said, do these people realize I'm just one person? I ain't got no production line. I ain't got going in on no Monday morning and talking about we need all this. I made one and somebody else came and said, I need 25 of the same thing. I said, 25? You don't know what it took for me to make that one. But I'm trying to tell somebody here, God is saying greater. You got to get away from your crowd and you got to find your place in God. Everything that's a good idea ain't a God idea. You got to know what God is saying to you. And when I found out what God is saying to me, I'm telling you, that thing began to take off. I said, God, are you kidding me? You could have told me this 10 years ago. I could have stopped wasting all this time. He said, but you were trying to do it your way. And when you decided to come to me, I decided to let you know what I had in store for you. I don't know who I'm talking to in here, but you got to get away from your crowd. I feel you, God. Your crowd is so in your way until what God really has for you is not coming to fruition. It's the crowd. It's not you. You did hear God. Tell somebody, say, thank you. I heard him. I know I heard him. I want you to leave here today understanding that you really did hear God. And the problem is the crowd. Your supporters are not really your supporters because they're not supporting you. And you're still trying to carry dead weight along with a vision that God has given you. And God is saying, let it go. Let it go. Just let, just let it go. Don't do it with no disrespect, but just release them. 
Just release them. If they come up with an attitude, say, baby, it appears as though you're not happy serving here. I release you. If the Lord, I release you. I really do. I release you. You're going to be surprised how many are going to turn around and get their attitude right. Because they know if they go out, they're going to be out of the will of God. But you be free. I don't know who I'm talking to tonight. You be free. You be free. See, the, the, the crowd will have you crawling on the ground as the woman with the issue of blood. Because the crowd will tell you, you ain't got no right to be here. The crowd will tell you that the law says because of your issue, you're not supposed to be here. But the crowd will get you down on your knees and say, because of the crowd, why are you looking up here to be seen? I'm going to be crawling to get to the hem of his garments. Because the truth of the matter is that in the hem of his garment, there were threads that represented the law. And while you up here in the crowd telling me that I ain't supposed to be here because of the law, I'm going to go and touch the law and say, if I can touch uh, the hem of his garment, I will be be made whole the crowd the crowd will tell you you too short and have you climbing up a sycamore tree to see God and get his I'm talking about the crowd let it push you to get results certainly don't let it hinder you let it take you the crowd your problem is in the crowd and God said today I release you from the crowd I don't know who I'm talking to, and I'm done. But he says, I release you, sir, from the crowd. Examine your crowd. I hear you, God. Hear your crowd. Let them talk. Just sit down and listen. Let them talk. They will reveal where they are. And the spirit of God will talk to you. Am I talking to anybody in here? The spirit of the living God will show you who's to go and who's to stay. And if you go from 100 down to 25 and you get discouraged, you need to go and talk to Gideon. (sighs) And find out how God said you got too many. You got too many. You got too many. Everybody want the big church. Everybody want all the members. Every We confess it. Every pew is filled. Every seat is full. God said, I'm keeping you small for a reason. And even the number you have, some of them got to go. Because they're a problem. And I've seen spirits. Yeah, I said spirits operating through people, chasing down new people to come. I kept looking like, why are you always with the new members? See, we we gotta be. They used to when I was at a at Agape, they used to call me Eagle Eye because nobody ever saw when the light bulb was out. But me, they was like, here she go again. I'd be like, y'all see that light bulb out up there? Why are we here on Sunday morning? And deacons get the light. They're like, Lord Jesus, here she go again. She see everything, everything. I don't miss nothing. And so I kept looking. I'm like, why they keep running after the visitors? They wasn't in position. It was a member. But every visitor, here they come. Oh, praise the Lord. I'm so glad you came. But it was a spirit. And the visitors kept leaving and weren't coming back. Because there was a problem in the crowd. In the crowd. But we want big crowded ministries. Nothing against mega ministry. Nothing against it. If God does it, praise be to God. But you got to know your crowd. 
And you got to know he's going to help you push your vision. Don't come to me telling me about what you did in your last five churches. Because I had that too. I'm not no church copper. God led me to every one of these churches. Well, let him lead you to the next one. Because I'm not, I, you really don't know me. That's the baseball say I'm nice. Y'all really don't know me. Y'all, I, I'm telling you, I am not the one to mess with. Not when it comes to the things of God. Not, I'm asking him to learn to give me, season my words with grace, God. Don't let me cut them too bad. But you did say who the Lord loves you chasing. So I'm like, you act up in here. You might get a harsh word every now and then. Don't come up here with no foolish stuff now. When you said you let of God, you better have something to back it up with. Examine your crowd. Because your crowd is about to get you in trouble. I'm done. God bless you all. Have a great evening. This is why you got to use proper protocol because you forget things. My spiritual covering is Dr. Nathan Gaynor. He is the pastor of Christ Temple Ministries, and it was their intention. He had the whole church coming today here. He told them we are all going. We're going to support Pastor Bazemore. We're going to support Pastor Joshua. We're going to surprise them and come. And then they got a call from their mother church, from the Grahams, that said, don't forget, you have to be here this afternoon. And they totally forgot. So they said, well, because our covering spoke, we have to be there. So he called me this afternoon and said, please. He certainly apologizes. The, the members were like, wait a minute. We want to go over there with Dr. But they had to go there. So I told them we do understand. So I just wanted to let you know that from him, that he said he sensed his love. And he certainly apologized he couldn't be here. And thank God for my family and members that are here. I love y'all. Thank you for supporting my family, my, uh, uh, supporting your pastor. Can my mom wave her hand? Y'all sit down because she kind of short. This my, I, get my, I get my height from my daddy. Come on, y'all sit down so they can see my mama. Hi, that's my mama. Hallelujah. I tell you, she didn't give me my height, but she gave me her craftiness because I'm telling you, I can do things because of her. I thank God for my mother and her supporting me, and she's now a member of our church, and I love God. I thank you, mom, for being here. And everybody, That's it. Bye. Hallelujah. Dr. Mary Joshua just blessed our hearts with the word of the Lord today. I mean, she started out on fire. My God. Reminded me of Lolo. <laughs> I just thank God for Pastor Mary today just sharing and pouring into she She really had a word for the house today, and I told her I'm going to talk to her because she truly poured into my spirit today as I'm sure she poured into yours. And I'm just so excited uh, for her to be here today to share this uh, occasion with us. I want to just thank a couple of people. Uh, you know, one couple, they're my good friends. I love them dearly. I absolutely adore them. And I just want them to stand because I want everybody to see my friends, my ace boom coons, Dwayne and Colleen. Y'all stand up. Dwayne and Colleen Eddins. They're my good, good friends, my business partners, just two of the finest people you ever want to meet. Thank you so much for sharing this time with us. He told me a couple of weeks ago, I'll be there. 
And if y'all never talked to Dwayne, you got to listen real close. Because Dwayne talks faster than a machine gun. One of the nicest people you will ever hear me clearly. He is one of the nicest people you ever want to meet. I want to just acknowledge, um, and I want them just to have a word of expression. Uh, I know I know many of you, Pastor Anglin and uh, uh, Sister Lujean, co-pastor Lujean Anglin, uh, and all of these ministers. And, you know, let me, I would be remiss not to thank my good buddy. Uh, we got to talk this week, too. Still Bill, Pastor Bill Staten. <laughs> Didn't he do a wonderful job today? Hallelujah. But I just want to ask, and maybe he will represent the pastors to pastors today. Just very briefly, I'm going to ask Pastor Marlon if he would just come and have words of expression. Come on, let's give him a hand. Praise God, everybody. Again, thank you for having us, Pastor Baysmore. Amen. Just a great, 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 great time we had, me and my wife, amen, here supporting Minister Baysmore and Narell. Amen. It's wonderful t- a wonderful thing to see family just coming back together, amen, and worshiping together, amen. One faith, one God, one baptism, amen. And we're just one body in Christ, amen. So it's good to see what God is doing here at Restoration, and we know God has greater, greater things in store for Restoration. Great word, wonderful word. We receive everything. Amen. That the Lord has 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 put into you to pour into us, to pour into us. But to Pastor Baysmore once again, congratulations. Amen. It's a wonderful thing. Um, don't didn't didn't have um many opportunities to share with you. Amen. But just by Minister Baysmore and Sister Narelle being with us for the past five or six years now, know that it, it was some seed that you did something correct. Amen. Um, anytime that we have something at our church, um, you know, we're very, you know, we're very, we try our very best to run a well-oiled machine. And um, Minister Baysmore is on every single thing. And every time we have a guest preacher over, they say, how can we duplicate this young man? How can we duplicate him? Can we make two, three, or four of them? Because he's over here, he's over there, he's preaching, he's doing everything. Amen. And then just us talking. He's letting me know that it that that the apple don't fall too far from the tree, that that it was something that he got here. It was something that he got here. So we just want to thank you for everything you poured into Eric Baysmore because everything that you poured to him, our ministry is taking is, is getting the fruit of it. So we thank you so much and we appreciate you. And once again, congratulations. I am just so elated. I'm just, I just want to thank everyone that is here. My family, my grandchildren. I'm a proud granddad, Lois and Leon. I'm a proud granddad. I got to tell you, I'm loving this grandfather stuff. I am, I am 1000% in it. I have 10 amazing grandchildren and I'm just so, so proud of all of them. My my oldest granddaughter just got married a year ago. Stand up, Ashley. Isn't she beautiful? <laughs> Here in Hakeem. <laughs> I am just, I'm so, I, I am a family guy. That's, that's just me. I mean, I love church. I love preaching. I love all of those things. But nothing is more important to me than my family. I am all about family. And I... I'm one of the most blessed men 
I believe that God has ever just created, Lois. I had an opportunity to love a woman that I lost. I loved her so dearly. Never thought I'd have a chance to love again. And then along came Darlene. <laughs> She's not only beautiful, but let me tell you something. This sweet person that you see, she is exactly, am I telling the truth there? What you see here with Darlene, she is that way behind. One of the, I don't know what she wants with me. <laughs> Just one, because I can be a pain everywhere. But she is one of the nicest people you ever want to meet. And I thank God, and I want you to know in front of everybody, I love you dearly. I love you dearly. I want, as we're closing today, um, we've heard from uh, one of the male pastors, but I don't think it's appropriate just to have one of the male pastors to talk and not one of the female pastors to have expression. So I'm going to have uh, my friend, co-pastor, uh, let, me make, let me make sure I got this right, Life Abundant. <laughs> Is that right, Lee? Life Abundant Church. The illustrious, the dynamic, the bad. <laughs> Lois Alexander. Come on, have expressions, Lois. <laughs> Praise the Lord, everybody. We certainly give honor to God, and we certainly bless God for the preacher woman, the vessel of God in the Word. I did not pin these words. I wish I had, but I did not. I heard a preacher say, I don't like people. I heard the same preacher say, I don't dislike people. I heard the same preacher say, I simply discern people. Wow. And when it comes to Pastor Bazemore, our first encounter was simply that. I discerned him. Didn't know if I liked him or didn't like him, but I discerned him. And the spirit said, this is a good connection. And I am grateful for the spirit of discernment that is missing in the kingdom of God. We're not at a place where we like people or dislike people. Simply discern people and their spirits. And I am excited and thrilled to be here and grateful for this moment at Restoration Christian Ministries that launched us into ministry. Grateful for this particular moment as I sat there doing the offering and hearing pastor and what he said about having not a whole lot after the sermon and I said God if you spoke it then find the moment and when he called my name I said thank you Lord for the moment but no father no father my sister and I are biological sisters and brothers and so many of us 13 of us as pastor Bazemore shared earlier and my brother Nate and my father blessed us over the years that God allowed us to be a family, blessed us and went on to glory. My mother blessed us and went on to glory. And it was because the Lord had blessed us, we came back and there was not one thing my mother and father would ever want for because of how they blessed us. Are you hearing me? And it was a delight a delight, Elder Troy, a delight 
to turn my check over to my mother and say, do whatever you need to do with it because of how you blessed us. My sister, I can't even begin to tell you the money that she gave back to my mother and father because she was blessed because of them. Our father, our father, spoke into our lives before we left restoration. Our father still speaks into our lives as we returned to restoration took a moment out of this celebration to speak back into our lives. We, as his children, would be thieves and robbers if we did not sow back into his life. I will stand here and tell you, I don't care what he does with it. I don't care if he gives back to ministry. I don't care if he buys lady anything she wants. That's not my concern. My concern is that God will record in heaven that I did not allow my father to speak into my life and miss a moment to sow back into my father who launched me into ministry. And while I sat at restoration, Elder Eric, not ever hearing God, walked up to me and said, you will preach. I heard it all of my life. All of my life. But it was this man, my father in ministry, who supported and launched me where I needed to go. And whenever I returned to his house, I would be a thief, a robber, and a child who acted like they did not have a father if I never took a moment to bless him. So I challenge his children. You can take the challenge with me so that you don't miss your blessing. But we are restoration children. And our father took a moment to bless us with gift and more importantly with word that we will take back to our houses. And remember, you know as well as I do, some of us got lost in power. And we forgot about people. So these moments are good when you go back and sit at your father's table and he says to you, remember daughter, remember son, people matter. Don't you forget. This is not about you being served, but it is about you serving. So I don't know who's responsible for those beautiful blue baskets you held earlier, but I am tugging on his children his sons and his daughters in ministry and those whose lives are blessed by the word restoration. And when we came to restoration, we were in need of restoration. 
And I will never, ever forget this man and this woman. And as my sister made it clear earlier, my first lady was Jan. I loved her dearly. And as God has unfolded a new chapter, the same love I have for Pastor Baysmore, I have for Lady Baysmore. But I challenge this moment to sow a seed back into our father who has sown seeds into us and will continue to do likewise because he is Pastor Baysmore, our father. I just, I, I'm up here because you moved me to something. She had the habit of moving me to something. But I, I, I want you to know something. And I know we don't talk like we should, this, that, and the other. But there was a period in our lives yes. where we needed to be filled again. Wow. We, had, we, had, we had come from a ministry and they drained us. I mean, just literally drained us. And we weren't getting filled. And she looked at me and said, what are you doing? You're supposed to be the head leading us. And what are you doing? And, and, and so um, the pals were already with you. And I said, well, you know what? I told her, I said, well, we just going to go out to restoration. And she, she looked at me and she said, you mean to tell me we live in Trenton, New Jersey. And we're going to travel faithfully to North Brunswick to serve the Lord. And I said, yes, we are. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm going to help some young ministers here. I'll never forget it. I preached at your church. I wasn't a member there. I preached and restoration gave me an offering. And I joined that day and I handed it back over. But here's the thing. He had already had in his, and I'll call it policy, that if you're a minister of restoration, you don't receive an offering. So if you look at it, I came to a church not for money. I came to a church to be restored. And, and Lord knows he can preach. And 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 in that process, we had a good time, and 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 he would say, "I need you." Now I'm gonna tell you, he's the only one that could call me at eight o'clock in the morning, and he remembers this and say, "I need you to stand and preach." And I was, you know, I'm like, uh, "Excuse me, Pastor Baysmore, it's eight o'clock this morning, and we got to get up north, brother, and you want me to preach now?" And he said, "You could do it. I know you could do it. You could do it." But, but, but the fact of the matter is, is that we got refilled at restoration. I'm better because of restoration. I know how to do things because of restoration. And, and what I mean by restoration is the leader that was at restoration. So I say all that to say this, if anybody's going to come up here and give. Today, the Alexander family is writing a check, I guess, to you or... Sister Darling, to, to you, co-pastor, what it, it's a thousand dollars. We 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 because I firmly believe that this is good ground. And if I if like you said, if I put it on good ground, 
and I'm putting a thousand on good ground, I know it's going to come back to us. To God be the glory. Amen. And, 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 and I, I don't know what you're going to do. I know she made the challenge. Amen. I'm not speaking for everybody here. But for those that, that want to, come on up and let's be a blessing to him. Amen. Come on up and let's be a blessing to him. Go ahead, man. And it's not the amount. We know the ground we're sowing on. Absolutely. has nothing Absolutely. to do with the amount. We're just giving back to our Father. That's all. Pastor Baseball, we say thank you, sir. We love you. We give you much respect. And we thank God for the seed sown in our lives. God bless you. times that I really did want to walk away. There are times that Darlene and I Dwayne, we would sit down and talk and we just say, well, maybe that God has called us to do something else. But when I see you, when I see you guys and the amazing way that God is using you, it gives me an onus just to hold on just a little longer. I, I love you guys so dearly. And I absolutely mean that from my heart. It's been a long time since I look, looked forward to something like I look forward to today. Some of you I haven't seen in a while, and I was just rejoiced. I hadn't seen Keith. I think the last time I saw Keith was at the barbershop. And Linda, yes. It's been a long time since I've seen a lot of you. And I'm just so godly proud of you. I'm telling you, I just don't even have the words to express how proud I am of you. I've often given the testimony about my sons and how God delivered them. And as a father, I have five amazing I have six children. Sorry, where's Shorty? There she is. I have six amazing children. And you know how it goes during your life. You just wonder sometimes how things are going to work out for them. They go their different ways. They have the different things that they go through. And you just, you just wonder. But now, seeing how God has just delivered them, their ministry, them amazing families, I am so godly proud. The days that I wanted to quit. And I, I do remember those days, Sister Lois going through with Jan when she was sick. I, I remember those days. But I also remember the days that you guys was holding me up in prayer. I don't forget those things. I remember. 
And with everything that has happened, I am so godly proud of you, my sister Joan. That girl loves her brother, let me tell you. She called me and she said, John, I'm coming to the service. But she said, would it be all right if we came Friday and we just stayed for a few days? I said, Joan, why do you ask me dumb questions all the time? (laughs) She loves her brother and I love her so much. She has undergirded me in prayer. I remember when I was in Maryland, we were just going through so much. And her and her husband, and I won't forget this. I remember I wanted to come home. I was in Maryland. Darlene was in New Jersey. We didn't even have a place to stay, Britt. And she and Jerome, my car had broken down. Didn't even have the money to get it fixed. Joan and Jerome came to my rescue. And I was able to go home. And I got to tell y'all, you see, a lot of you don't want to go through things. But it's the things that you grow, go through that helps you to grow through. Helps you to be that person. Nobody likes development. Nobody likes it. It doesn't feel good. Matter of fact, it feels real bad. But you got to learn to enjoy that journey. It's all about the journey. I'm telling you, I, I'm so proud. To hear another pastor talk about your child the way Pastor Marlon talked about my son Eric. That's a good feeling. Somebody asked me, e, aren't you upset because your son is at somebody else's church? I said, upset? I said, do you understand what this dude took me through? (laughs) I said, you don't even know what time it is. I said, Eric Baysmore is a preacher. (laughs) For for those that don't know Eric, y'all don't even know what that means. Eric is a preacher. Troy is a preacher. I tell you, and I have so many other children now, and I don't mean this, you know, in any type of big headed way. I mean it humbly to hear Lois and Leon call me father. You don't know what that means to me. It means so much to me. Just nice people that I had the opportunity to pastor Murray to serve. I don't look at it. They had a chance to serve under my ministry. You crazy if you say stuff like that. It is me that had the opportunity to serve them. And I'm so godly proud of what God is doing in your lives and great ministries that you have. All of you, Keith and Beverly and Frank and Denise, and all of you. So, and Nellie. Nellie is just special. I'm up here trying to do a presentation and she got tears just running down both sides of her cheek. See, they're like, we need to get through this. Just humble people. I'm so proud of my son, Trey. That's my guy, man. That's my guy. He loves his pastor. Man, shut up. (laughs) See what I'm saying? (laughs) But this this is how we do. Come on, Trey. I'm blessed. Again, I want to thank all of you for coming out and uh, for sharing this time with us. 
I appreciate you coming. I appreciate you staying with us. Pastor Mary, thank you for that beautiful word. Did y'all enjoy this word today? Lord Jesus, that's all I can say, Lord Jesus. So, um, honey, would you like to have some words before we go? Come on, baby. Come on, sweetie. It's your fine self. <laughs> oh, this is yours. Thank you. <laughs> no. We just, um, I mean, I don't even know what else to say. I'm just touched. And I'm just so thankful and I'm grateful. We sang the thong, we sang the song Grateful earlier, and that's how I feel in my heart. Just grateful to have all of you to come and share with us on today and just grateful for all of you that are here and that have shown your love to this wonderful man of God. You know, if I could just sit down and not ever say anything, I, that would be all right with me because he is just such an awesome, awesome man of God. I learn from him each and every day. His words just resonate in my spirit, even as I go through the course of day. And I'm just thankful to be able to be here and to serve alongside you. And I just love you from the depth of my heart. Aww. And I'm, the, I'm a crier, so I am not gonna get started up here. But I just thank God for all of you that have taken the time out and to just stay with us and to just worship with us. Pastor Mary, word was so on time, so awesome. I just thank God. I thank the God that's in you and for you allowing him to use you in the way that you did. Your gift is just going to take you so far. God has so, so much for you. The greater is going to come to you. And I'm just so thankful for you on today. And for each and every one of you, I could just keep going on and on. But we do have, um, we do have like little takeaways for everyone that is here on today. Amen. You may not have been able to get one of the, the other types of gifts, but we have something to just show you our love and appreciation for you coming out on today. And we're going to have Minister Nikki and Sister Cheryl, they're going to give them out to you as you go out um, and on your way. So we just pray safe travels for each and every one of you. We're going to be here to greet you all and to give you a great big love hug from Restoration. Amen. Just to thank each and every one of you for coming out and just sharing with us. We love you all with the love of the Lord. What we're going to <laughs> we can ask everyone to stand. We're going to give it over now to the speaker of the day that she may have the last words and dismiss us again. Let's receive Pastor Mary Joshua. Praise the Lord. We thank God for this opportunity to share with you all. Um, I often tell people when I'm preaching, I am never done. I just stop. I, I never get finished. I promise you I never get finished. I'm not going to start preaching again, but I will say to you that the Lord said that offering is not for the church. Do not give it to the church. You can tithe off of it, but do not. It is for you and for what God has placed in you. Let them love on you. He said he's going to take care of his church. So don't turn it back over to the church. Even if you see a need, 
Trust God to fill the need. And the two of you, whatever it is, use it for you. That's a word from the Lord. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you and we give you praise and glory and honor. We're so elated about what you have done on today. All of the words of accolades, the words of encouragement, oh God. Thank you for allowing me this opportunity to be a part of this awesome service, oh God. Everyone in their respective places, oh God, we pray that you will continue to anoint and that you would show us and help us to discern our crowd, oh God, that we can grow in the greater in the things that you have for us. Father, as we leave this place and never your presence we pray that you would continue to be the god that will go before us be with us and be our rear guard we declare that no weapon that is formed against us shall prosper that you shall give us traveling mercy over the highways and the byways we declare that our angels are encamped all around about us that no evil shall come nigh us nor our dwelling place there shall be no backlash for this time that we have spent in your presence god and give everybody on tonight such sweet sleep and rest and god let us be a rise tomorrow reminded of how awesome you were in this service and to be refreshed in you every ministry that's under the sound of my voice bless it in such a supernatural way and let us be found always giving your name the praise the glory and the honor this is the prayer that i pray may the grace of our lord and savior jesus christ the love of god almighty and the sweet communion of the holy ghost be with you all henceforth now and forevermore in Jesus' name we pray amen and amen of an encouraging word to start your day. Do you need someone to pray in agreement with you? Here at Restoration Christian Ministries, we offer our daily prayer call, Monday through Friday at 6 a.m. Eastern Time, where members of our ministry team will lift you up as you head out into the course of your day. The phone number for our prayer call is 641-715-3645 and the PIN number to dial is 500-765, followed by the pound key. Be encouraged and stay encouraged with our daily prayer call at 641-715-3645. Don't forget to press 500-765 and the pound key for our prayer call at Restoration Christian Ministries. Introducing Minister Thomas Gilbert with the final word. Good evening, everyone. Uh, today I want to talk to you about uh, putting on the whole armor of God. We often say this, uh, quoting the scripture that's found in Ephesians chapter 6. Um, <clears throat> what many people don't know, though, is uh, it's also uh, a scripture from Isaiah chapter 59, around the 17th verse, where he talks about the blessed parade of righteousness and the helmet of salvation. Um but Paul is referring um, not only to the helmet of salvation and the breastplate of righteousness. He also says some things in regard to have your loins girt about with truth, have your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel. We can go there. It's in Ephesians chapter six. Um, he says, uh, therefore, take up the whole armor of God, starting at the 13th verse, by the way that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, there's a period there. Many people don't recognize the period. 
Stand, therefore, having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit, being watchful to this end with all preservation and supplication for all the saints. And then he goes on to make mention that you also make supplication and prayer for him. So the, the armor that we are to have really only has one weapon. That is the word of the spirit, the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. So your Bible, uh, if you remember in the gospels, you always hear Jesus, whenever he combats the devil, he always quotes from the word of God. Is it not written? Man shall not live by bread alone. Um, the devil tries to come at him with the word. His rebuttal is also with the word. Thou shall not tempt the Lord thy God. Right. So he's always he's always replying with the word. We are to fight the enemy with the word. But more so than that, um, it says that the enemy's darts. So when we want him to back up, we use the word. But it says he sends his darts. Our faith is our shield. So our faith, when the enemy is throwing doubt at you, when he's coming at you, um, not just with doubt, but trying to provoke you to be angry or to lash out, you are to remember your faith. You are to take uh, your faith and raise your faith up. You see, the Romans used to have this shield. And then one thing that they would do with their shield is they were they were very serious about their gear. And so if there was a hole in their shield, they were always patching the hole. You have to patch the holes in your faith. You see what I'm saying? And you have to do that when you don't necessarily uh, need to raise your shield up because if there's a hole, then a, a dart can get through that, an arrow, so to speak. Um, he says, take the helmet of salvation. Yeah, salvation needs to be on your mind. You need to be salvation minded. Um, in other words, you need to, to, to work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Take, take, uh, take count of yourself, uh, lest you not be counted among, you know, the worthy, like you, you need to have your salvation on your mind. You need to be thinking about that constantly. Am I pleasing unto the Lord? The breast, the breastplate of righteousness, I always have trouble saying breastplate, uh, the breastplate of righteousness. Um, you also need to put that on. This is the issues of your heart, right? You need to guard your heart because the heart, like every other piece of the human body can callous and you don't want it to callous. You don't want the issues of life to beat on you and it'll make your heart harden and a hard heart is hard to work with. God is it. it, it it, it's um, like stubbornness. And so you have to, you have to guard your heart. Your, your, uh, you, you gird your loins about, excuse me, with truth. Uh, loins being a gird about with truth is, is being able to stand in truth, to, to let God be true. And every man be a liar. You have to stand in truth. You have to have that wrapped around your waist. It's your midsection. Uh, your feet shod in the preparation of the gospel speaks to uh, being someone who brings peace into a situation, into an atmosphere. Wherever you go, you change the atmosphere. You don't let the atmosphere change you. It also speaks to, um, to the word peace in the Greek has a slight definition where it means to join together. So you are joining people together with this gospel. You are bringing the body of Christ together into oneness. And so when we take on the whole armor of God, you have to understand the aspects. It's not just something that we're saying just to be said. It is something that is serious. So God bless you. I pray that this has blessed you this evening. You have a great night.
Thank you for listening to this episode of Restoration Place on the King James Radio Network. We hope that you have been encouraged, and until next time, little prayer, little power. Lot of prayer, lot of power. No prayer, no power. Have a blessed week. Celebrate Halloween with dressed-up donuts from Dunkin', like the spooky sweet Halloween spider donut. Trick or treat! Aren't you a little bit old to be trick or treating? Uh, no. This is—it's uh, just a really good uh, costume. Anyway, I hear you're giving out Dunkin' spider donuts. Didn't I just see you with your kid? No, that was just uh, my friend. Psst, Dad, is it working? Run to Dunkin' all month long for the Halloween spider donut and get ten Munchkins donut hole treats for two dollars. America runs on Dunkin'. Limited time offer. Participation may vary. Celebrate Halloween with dressed-up donuts from Dunkin', like the spooky sweet Halloween spider donut. Trick or treat! Aren't you a little bit old to be trick or treating? Uh, no. This is—it's uh, just a really good、uh, costume. Anyway, I hear you're giving out Dunkin' spider donuts. Didn't I just see you with your kid? No, that was just、uh, my friend. Psst, Dad, is it working? Run to Dunkin' all month long for the Halloween spider donut and get ten Munchkins donut hole treats for two dollars. America runs on Dunkin'. Limited time offer. Participation may vary.